Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, it is great to be back with you here on Listen Up. I hope everybody had a fabulous weekend. I had a great time at uh, Christopher Russo's member guest golf tournament, and I'm happy for Chris. Uh, he and his partner won their flight. They lost in a playoff, but uh, I'm happy for Dog. We had a fabulous time uh, up at Shorehaven Country Club in Connecticut. What a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, golf course that is. So uh, it, it was great. I hope that you are all doing well. Uh, here we are an hour before game five. Isn't it amazing? that this series in the first four games, the score is almost even. The Warriors have scored one more point than the Celtics. That three-point shooting is basically identical. You know what the difference so far in this series has been? Steph Curry. The Warriors have Steph Curry. The Celtics don't. I picked the Warriors to win in seven before this thing started. I'm not changing my opinion now all right i want you to come on the show with me today hit your hand icon raise your hand uh and we will do this all right big news today phil mickelson had his press conference leading up to the u.s open and he answered a lot of questions he was asked about a letter and he that he and the other players who competed in the last week's live golf event in London, all right? He received a letter from Terry Strada, a widow with three children whose husband was killed in the terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001. Now, I want you to tell me how you feel about this. Strada wrote, given Saudi Arabia's role in the death of our loved ones and those injured on 9-11, your fellow Americans, we are angered that you are so willing to help the Saudis cover up the history and their request for respectability. Strata wrote, when you partner with the Saudis, you become complicit with their whitewash and help give them the reputational cover they so desperately crave and are willing to pay handsomely to manufacture. In the letter, it was noted that Osama bin Laden and 15 of the 19 hijackers were Saudis. Mickelson said this, I would say to the Strata family, I would say to everyone that has lost loved ones, lost friends in 9-11, that I have deep, deep empathy for them. 
I can't emphasize that enough. I have the deepest of sympathy and empathy for them. Mickelson was then asked if he would speak or write to members of that coalition. Quote, I think I speak for pretty much every American in that we feel the deepest of sympathy and the deepest of empathy for those that have lost loved ones, friends in 9-11. It affected all of us and those that have been directly affected. I think I can emphasize enough, or excuse me, I think I can't emphasize enough how much empathy I have for them. Um, this is this is never going away, okay? And it's really simple. Phil Mickelson and the others are in this for one reason and one reason only, a lot of money. It was reported that Phil Mickelson got a $200 million guarantee to go join the tournament or go join the tour. That's what it boils down to, period. In a statement to ESPN earlier today, Strata said Mickelson and the other live players should be ashamed of what they're doing. Quote, they're helping the Saudi regime sports wash their reputation and return for tens of millions of dollars. At the very same time, our government is rolling out more damning evidence of Saudi culpability in the 9-11 attacks. As the PGA Tour commissioner said Sunday, you'd have to be living under a rock to not understand the implications of involving yourself with the Saudis. What do you think about that? I think that's, you know, I, I, I'll go back and say this again. You and I both know this. This is about one thing or one thing only. They are turning their heads. They are taking the money. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. All right, I'm going to take some phone calls. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Stanley Cup Finals begin Wednesday, game five tonight. We got the U.S. Open coming up this week. And anything else that you want to talk about. Tomorrow on my podcast, I have Tim Brando from Fox Sports. I hope you had a chance to listen to my podcast with Chris Carino on Friday. I thought it was fabulous. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, I really encourage you to do so. I thought it was a great, great conversation. All right, Jeff, we'll check in with you on this Monday. Hi, Jeff. Grant, how are you? I'm good, Jeff. How are you? Great, great. So I wanted to talk about, did you see Roy, uh, Roy McElroy's comments today about uh, Greg Norman? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yep, yeah, that he has 21 PGA uh, uh, wins. Yes, I did see that. One more, yes, then, then Greg, yes. I've got one more, and he's spearheading that, and he really – he he seemed kind of nasty about uh, what was going on over there. Yeah, well, a lot of the players that are on the PGA Tour are not happy with their uh, fellow golfers going over to that uh, uh, tournament. I mean, that tour, rather. So I understand that. It makes sense to me. Right, right. Another thing, I want to talk about two other things, but the one thing I'll get out a sore, I guess a sore spot for you is the Rangers. I really believe that double minor four-minute uh power play they didn't score turn that series around it did the rangers were up 2-0 in the third period they're up 2-love in the series they
they have a four minute uh, power play. And then a minute into the power play, one of the Rangers players commits a penalty. So really it was a disjointed power play. They didn't score. And then uh, moments later, Tampa scored uh, not once, but twice. And then they win it obviously in overtime and, or at the end of the game, at the end of, uh, uh, you know, right at the end there. And so it turned around, it turned around the series. You're 100% correct. 100% correct. I know. It just goes to show you momentum. Yeah, huh? momentum. I, it also goes to show you. I'm going to tell you this. Here, here's what boiled down in this series. Tampa is a two-time defending Stanley Cup champ, and they didn't panic. And they got, you know, they had a nine-day layoff. It affected them in Game One. They gave up six goals. They worked their way into the series. They hung around and they hung around, and then they found their game. And they have the uh, pedigree of two cups. They didn't beat themselves. They have great goaltending from Vasilevsky. They have Steven Stamkos. They have Kucherov. They have great players. And at the end of it, Tampa's experience over a young Rangers team was the difference in that series. Yeah, I agree. So uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Draymond Green. I heard your rant. You were always uh, spot on as usual. He could cuss and swear with his son right during the media sitting next to him but his wife his wife goes off on everybody for chanting uh fu green and like he didn't have it coming i mean this guy's getting worse than dennis rodman uh ron artest you want to know why you want to know why because our society entitles him all right he he's walking around talking about the new media the new media uh, is this not the same Draymond Green that gave the double bird to the fans at Memphis in game two, walking off the floor? And and his wife has the nerve to come down on the Celtics fans for the chant after what her husband did earlier in the playoffs in Memphis. Here, here's the bottom line. Draymond Green is on a power trip. I said so on my rant. Uh, he has a free pass because there aren't a lot of people that are willing to criticize him. Uh, he goes to, with the free media. Uh, he's a hell of a player, although he has not played well in the finals. And the guy, the guy to me, no, I, I, he turns me off. I, I he just absolutely, I, I'm turned off yeah. by the guy. I, I I liked him up until this year. I thought he was a good. I mean, who doesn't like hustle? I mean, he always hustled. Yeah. He hustled. He put 110 percent, you know, for a second round pick. Didn't you know? But he needs to know he's a role player. He is not a friggin' number one, number two, not even a number three on that team. Wiggins is the three. Thompson's the two. Steph is the one. I mean, the guy is a facilitator. And and, and he's, you know, I, the more I think about it, he's getting worse than uh, DeMarcus Cousins with his vulgar language and his arguing with the referees like DeMarcus used to be. I mean... I'm starting to compare him to those guys. Well, you can't compare him to DeMarcus because uh, DeMarcus was a problem in the locker room and a lot of players didn't want to play with him. That was not the case. That's not the case with Draymond. So but you got to be careful about comparing him to DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, well, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's fair. If you're talking about his volatility on the court, then yes, then that, then, then yeah. maybe. Yes, that's, what I'm, talk that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about is on the court, on the court behavior. And, and God bless Steve Kerr for benching his ass in the fourth quarter the other yep. night. You know? Yep. Yep. 
And you know what's bad about that? Steve Kerr's got to come out and explain it. Like, you know, who cares? You won the game. You're the coach. You don't have to explain, you know, about Draymond Green this and Draymond that. And then Draymond talks about it. You know, I always thought the name of the game was to win, right? I didn't I didn't think the name of the game afterwards was I got to explain why I didn't play Draymond Green. And then I got to hear Draymond Green talk about it. Shut up. You won the game. Get ready for game five. Exactly. All right, Grant, as usual, you're right on point. I'll take I'll See you, buddy. And listen to the rest of the calls. Bye. All right, take care. You know, that's the bottom line with Draymond Green. He has been given a sense of entitlement by TNT. And, you know, he thinks that, you know, because he makes $25 million a year, he's better than you. He's better than me. And he can say whatever he wants. And he can come down on members of the media like Chris Russo and others who he doesn't agree with. Um, it's shameful. You know? It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's called entitlement. The guy's on a power trip. And I, I that's why I did my rant on it. Uh, just terrible. I mean, there's no other way to say it. All right. Hey, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and I will put you right on. I think I put Jeff back in the audience. It seems like we still have a little uh, feedback coming on the back end. But anyway, how's everybody doing today? Uh, did you have a good weekend? Uh, what about... What about the U.S. Open? What kind of reaction is Phil Mickelson going to get? Because I think that is going to be very interesting uh, coming up this week. All right, let's check in with Al. Hello, Al. How are you today? Good weekend, Al. Nate, I'm good, man. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How was how was the, the golf tournament? I'm sorry, I just turned tuned in. Did you did you whip dog's ass, man? Did you? you got no, you know what, Chris actually. No, Chris was great. Chris uh, and his partner, I played with another I played with another guy that I went to Scotland with for our 60th. Uh, um, Chris Chris uh -huh. and his partner won their flight and they were in the playoff. And then on number on the first playoff hole, the member tees off and Chris hit it. Uh, he got a he hit the ball very well, but it was a dog leg right a little bit and he didn't carry the corner and he went into uh, uh, the high stuff and they didn't win. Uh, they didn't make it past the first playoff hole. But I was happy for Chris. He played very well. And he and his partner Rob uh, won their flight. You know, we played we played twenty seven holes on Friday, and then we played eighteen on Saturday. So you play five five rounds. So what you do is you play nine holes against the team, and then after the end of nine, you play another team. So you play five teams in your flight. All right, and then you know, obviously, you keep score of how many holes you win. Blah blah blah. And uh, Chris Chris won. I was very happy for Chris. Yeah, he hit the ball very well. Nate, you're being soft. Don't go soft on him, man. You got to no, go to New York. I, I, listen, I won it last year. I won my flight last year. I was in the playoff, and uh, I got to give Chris credit where it's due, man. He he won, man. I give him credit. He played very well. Hey, uh, sorry about your Rangers, man. God, four straight. I mean, God, you know I, what? They they lost the series. They lost the series in Game Three in the third period when they had a four minute power play, and then they committed a penalty. Uh, and here's the deal: the Tampa Bay Lightning used their playoff experience of winning the last two Stanley Cups, that was the difference in this yeah. series. You know, I totally, you know, I, I'm a year older than you. Hey, you know, to beat a man, you got to beat the man, you know, and, and, the, and you know, they, they've been there. They, and you've talked experience. I completely agree. It's so huge. But I also want to speak to, love the podcast with Chris Carino. Have you ever met him or talked to oh, him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to see him every year. When the Kings used to play the Nets, yes, absolutely, and you know, I mean, watch watching him, watching him uh, get around. Uh, he labors to move around, uh, and I, I just had the utmost respect for him. Now, wasn't that a great conversation? Oh, I, you know, it just—I told you this resonates. It gives me 
for all the Draymond Greens and the Kyrie Irvings and, and the Kevin Durant's of the world, you know, that story gives me gives me hope. You know what I mean? But uh, wonderful conversation. And, and uh, you know, Mushtick's description when he wrote the article on him and how he described it and tied it to Kyrie's, you know, load, which is just perfect. Like only Phil Mushtick knows how to do it. But I just wanted to say, yeah. uh, yeah, the Rangers, man, I watched that. I was watching that game and Jeff spoke to it too. We're both watching it. You can't, he, the guy takes a penalty, the new Ranger, and they're here to go. You lose the advantage. That was it. But they had a good season, you know, it seems like. And, you know. Yeah, they did. They, they're, yeah, they're, they had a very good season. You know, you, you're the defending champions until someone else beats you. You know, in all fairness, they were up, they were they were down three games to one in the first round of Pittsburgh. And if Sidney Crosby does if Sidney Crosby right. doesn't get hurt, they probably don't win that series. So they had a couple of breaks go their way and they took advantage of it. They had a very good year. But you know, I gotta be objective. Yeah. Tampa's a better team. They're a better team. The Lightning are a better team than the Rangers. Yeah, and the Rangers battled also. But you know, I just want to I'll leave you real quick. Thanks. That was a great conversation. I, I love hearing those stories of people just persevere. They don't let their obstacles and for him to say, I felt it was necessary to speak to it to me. That you're you're giving people who might be discouraged and have similar challenges a real real hope that you know hey don't so look at what I did look what Chris did and continues to do and that's that's important I think for other people to feel they're not alone if they're dealing with significant issues in their yep. life but real quick I want to let you go I remember I was talking about I heard you talking about your top guys you pay to watch play and you have paid to watch play and you said Jimmy Connors and I had spoken yes. to you a couple yes. months ago about how Jimmy was in a in a major tournament and remember the Kevin Durant ugliness with the fan and I said I sort of remembered yes where a fan called out come on Jimmy and Jimmy responded oh, believe me I'm trying I found, and you know yes, what? The, yes, that's correct. That's, that's what he said. You know what he, I'm going to tell you, I, I Googled this. You know, it's Al. I actually found a beautifully written article. I don't know if you've ever read it. I forget his name, but he talked about Jimmy was 38. It was the French Open. He's playing Michael Chang. And Michael Chang, and I loved your right. assessment, by the way, picking corners because and Michael Chang was a young up and coming, and Jimmy's 38. He's in the French Open. It's a five-set war. And Jimmy was down two sets to one. He battled back. He won the fourth set. About two, three times in a match, he had to get medical attention. He's 38 years old. Chang, you know, was a pretty good player when he came on. And Jimmy was talking to the yes. crowd, and he spoke yes. to that. He lowers his racket and says, Believe me, I'm trying. Instead of busting the guy out, <laughs> right? You know, cussing, or ugly, swearing at him, like, or doing like Reggie Jackson did to, to that man and his son. And then another time, Jimmy goes, he lost the third set. This couple starts to leave the box. He goes, "Hey, where are you going? This thing ain't over." But then he was, he was you know, he right. was forced to resign the fifth set. But he got a standing ovation at Rolling Garros. And I hope you get a chance, if you can, Google that article, because the guy, the way he describes it, it was just gave me a hope. Another okay. one, it gives me a good feeling, as opposed to 
some of the nonsense that we share with Draymond Green. But uh, good talking to you, man. Uh, Thank you. Go much. Warriors. Appreciate it. Pulling for the Warriors. Take care, man. All right. All right. Take care. You know, again, uh, Jimmy Connors. I love watching Jimmy. I watched Jimmy play. If you can believe this, at at the grass on Forest Hills at the U.S. Open when he and Chris Ebert were were an item as teenagers. I watched Eli Nastasi play on the grass at Forest Hills before they moved to Flushing, the current side of the U.S. Open. Shows how old I am. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I used to love watching that. I used to love it. Absolutely love it. All right, let's move along. We are going to get to Ryan right here on Listen Up. Hey, Ryan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Grant. How you doing, man? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Hey, uh, quick side note. My grandpa, he uh, used to, if there were famous athletes when I was a kid, I may not have known of them or knew much about them. He would take me to little autograph signings here in Sacramento. And Jimmy Connors and actually Jack Tatum were the two that I remember the most. And it was such a cool experience. And I didn't realize it until after the fact when I started, you know, looking at sports and learning about these guys. And it was an absolute honor to, you know, meet them. So, um, yeah, I actually did a couple of I did a couple of arena games with Jack Tatum, believe it or not. And then, you know, Jack had uh, a horrible end to his life with his health. And uh, uh, but but Jack. Um, yeah. I, Jack Tatum was I mean, Gosh, Jack Tatum was one of the most. Uh, he, he, he made opposing wide receivers shiver and, you know, stay awake all night before they played the Raiders. I mean, but uh, yeah, I was it was it was great to be around Jack Tatum doing those games. We We had some great conversations. But anyway, go ahead. No, uh, actually, I'm going to follow up on that. So if you had to come across the middle and you're playing the slot, are you uh, rather coming across the middle with Ray Lewis or Jack Tatum? Uh, well, I would say Ray Lewis for this reason. The rules were even more friendly for a receiver in the era that Ray Lewis played. When Jack Tatum played, you could mug a receiver all the way down the field. There was no five yards and then you can't touch him. When Jack Tatum played, you could hit a receiver 40 yards down the field. Uh, so for that reason, I would have gone, even as a slot receiver, across with Ray Lewis on the field as opposed to Jack Tatum. That would be my opinion. And the other the other thing about that, you know, middle linebacker for Ray Lewis, your velocity in terms of, you know, running full speed may not be what it would be if you're running down the field with Jack Tatum coming at you and you would not have a real good chance to defend yourself with Tatum. So that's another reason I would say that. 
Yeah, I mean, both of them would be scary. There's no doubt. No doubt. Tatum, I mean, some of some of the hits that guy put on, you mentioned his health. I mean, that definitely played into the end of his life, you'd have to think. But um, Oh, yeah, of course it did. I, I want to talk about the Live Tour, and I want to get your take on what yep. you would do if you were the commissioner of the PGA Tour. Because I feel like with the PGA tour responding and what they're doing, obviously they don't want to lose their players, but you know, the people running the live tour are getting the exact marketing that they want out of this. Cause uh, yeah, but they had nobody watched. They had they, their attendance, uh, their TV attendance uh, was horrible this weekend. So you, you're right, but it was a very big disappointment in terms of the number of people that watched it. It was, but the think about how much conversation's been stirred up by this. And we're talking about, you know, human rights and the people that are backing this. You you look at many of these companies, or actually, you know, they're invested in many of the main companies, Saudi Arabia, that were that we use every single day. And so it, it almost seems like it's just a grab. Uh, they're they're just trying to get publicity, and I, I don't know where it goes. I, I think it's going to be, and I'm not comparing the Saudis to like WWE or somebody like that, but you know they're they're just trying to get that publicity at this point and get their name out there, and it's it's a little bit concerning. I mean, I I don't. It, it's like the XFL. I, we know. I watched it this weekend. There's no way that this thing's going to last. But you know it's. Yeah, no, it, there is it, no way. It's no, stirring there is up no the way. conversation. Yeah, here's the other issue. Here's the other issue. And I'm not an expert on, you know, international law, human rights. Okay, I read, but I'm not an expert. So I'm going to put that right out there, okay? I'm not an expert on Saudi Arabia, okay? Uh, I obviously know about their misgivings. I understand about their human rights record. Uh, I know that, okay? So I understand about 9-11. I, I get that, Okay. Uh, I also understand about what's going on in a lot of other parts of the world, like China. And we just had the entire world go to Beijing for over two weeks back in February for the Winter Olympics. Okay. Uh, and again, I'm not saying it makes it right. I'm only saying is, you know, why is one different than the other? That's the only question I'm raising. Why did the entire world go to China? for the Olympics, and now these players want to go and enhance their, let's just call it the way it is, their portfolio by going to play in a tour that is sponsored by the Saudis. Are they not supposed to go because of their record on human rights and 9-11? Does that mean that they should be forbidden from doing anything with the Saudis? Do we not buy oil from them? Do I mean, I can go on and on. Again, I'm not an expert here. I'm just trying to put out some real basic in layman terms to get a grasp of this. At what point is it okay to go to China, the whole world, but it's not okay to play golf on a tour where the money is coming from Saudi Arabia? I guess my, I, where do you draw the line? When's one okay, but the other's not okay? Well, Grant, the line's always moving. That's that's the exact problem. It, it, it changes from situation to situation. Um, I see what you're saying, but it, 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 
I feel like there's a little bit more of a track record here. You look at money that is thrown at, you know, it, you, you talked about the NBA last week and they're going to play a game in Saudi Arabia or the Arabs or excuse me. No, the United yeah, Arab exactly. Emirates. Right. Um, but then they moved the all-star game from North Carolina because. Uh, yeah, over a transgender bathroom bill. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's all about money, but I look at some of these guys and, you know, I'm not going to, everybody can make their own ethical decision, but somebody like Phil Mickelson, like this is just a straight money grab. Like Dustin Johnson, that's the Dustin Johnson. That's different. He could make a hell of a living on the PGA tour. Now I'm not saying the decision's right. Correct. Or I'm not saying I agree with the decision. However, you know, he could make a ton of money, but this is guaranteed money. Those guys go out there every week. And I mean, still, if you make the cut and you finish 29th, you're still bringing home over a hundred grand usually. So it, it's just a, it's a really weird line. We'll see where it goes, but you know, I would really like Grant to see people start making decisions over what's right over money. So. Okay, and I want to follow up on that. So I'll ask you, since you're on with me, and we'll take other phone calls. Are you going to watch any of the events with the Live Golf Tournament or the Golf Tour? Are you going to watch it? If it, if it were, let's say it were on TV in America, would you watch it? No. So I tuned in just to see what it was going to be about, but it's not something okay. that I would watch, you know, regularly whatsoever. Okay. I'm going to read something, all right? And thanks for the call. I really appreciate it, all right? Yeah, of course. Thank you, Ryan. Have a good one. All right. All right. You know how much I love Phil Mushnick, all right? So I'm going to read a story in last week's New York Post. These are the souls that try men's days. Give these PGA Tour renegades credit. They don't sell their souls on the cheap. If only it were a matter of dignity, self-worth, integrity, honor, or the most basic, the ability to choose right over wrong. But it's a matter of shovels filled with loot extracted from the cashpa, thus no contest. All right, I said cashpa, cashpa, all right. The misdirected discussion and debate continue. Would you, could you turn down tens of millions of dollars to sign on dough to play on this new Saudi government financed money throw circuit. Isn't this just a free enterprise issue? One as Dustin Johnson claimed, quote, something that was best for me and my family. His reported 125 million sign on bonus. Well, who could say no to that? Again, it depends on how much your soul is worth and your regard for recent history as opposed to free to grow richer, free enterprise. It's unlikely that any Saudi golf money takers are fully familiarized with Saudi Arabia's recent history, how it relates to a trifling episode nine as the 9-11 terror attacks, orchestrated murders committed by a group of terrorists comprised primarily of Saudi nationals that slew more than three thousand Americans. As emerging declassified U.S. and British investigations continue to claim 
Why they took so long is another matter. The 9-11 massacres were likely funded directly or indirectly by the despotic monies, no object, oil-enabled Saudi monarchy and its servants. Simply put, that 15 of the 19 one-way trip terrorists were Saudis was no coincidence. Even if Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, Bryson DeChambeau, and Captain America of Ryder Cup recall Patrick Reed don't much care, beginning in 2006, U.S. and British government investigations have documented support provided by Saudi government officials to several of the 9-11 hijackers upon their arrival in the U.S. Yet, the media's focus on Saudi uh, has been on the usual Islamic oppression of women and the government-ordered 2018 murder of James Khashoggi, a Saudi dissident journalist assassinated by Saudi agents in the Saudi embassy in Istanbul. No small matters, but not as what has been so widely and egregiously ignored. That the Saudi money now being thrown to many of the world's best golfers is from the same overflowing pot from which some likely found its way into the coffers of terrorists who left the United States in despair and disrepair that still afflicts us has not been at issue. And that's unfathomable at any price. This isn't just Nike made in China, slave wage money or beer and auto sponsorship influence. It's blood money. And all one has to do after taking such money to sign on is show up with a golf bag to stash millions more. Mickelson, now 51 and likely in financial duress due to insane gambling habits and at least one close association with a convicted and incarcerated inside trading crook was 30 and had made 4.3 million in PGA tour money in 2001 when his new sponsors are alleged to have sponsored the attacks on America. Greg Norman, 67, already had made millions in US golf money when the still unfathomable never forget attacks occurred. Norman has excused himself for fronting for this oily Saudi scheme in view of Khashoggi's murder as, quote, we all make mistakes. Thus, the 9-11 mass murder of Americans might be just another of those Saudi mistakes, like three-putting from 12 feet. This new circuit will not make money because it can't make money. Its overhead, just from signings, Mickelson's for reported 200 million, can't come close to breaking even. But to the 300-year-old Saudi royal family, estimated in 2020 to be worth 100 billion, it's just a drop of oil in the bucket. Most of us have never had our souls up for auction. We don't command appearance fees to just show up at work, and we don't negotiate corporate endorsements to wear on our shirts. Thus, a deal with such a devil has never been an option. But given the chance, the cost of telling the Saudis to go to hell, I submit, would be priceless. How great is Phil Mushnick? You know, you don't have to agree with everything he writes, but how great 
is Phil Mushnick. I, I, I tell you, every Thursday and Saturday, the first thing I do in the evening is I go to NewYorkPost.com just to read his columns. The guy's great. And again, if you don't agree with what he wrote, that's fine, but it makes you think. And I just, I, I love what he does. All right, hey, if you want to get in on the program today before we get ready for uh, game five of the NBA Finals, uh, you can hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. All right, we'd love to hear uh, what you have to say. All right, let's move on. And uh, why don't we check in right here on Listen App with Jerry. Jerry, good afternoon. Good to hear from you. How are you? Hey, Grant, I'm doing good, buddy. Um, it's been about a week since I've checked in. They changed my hours at work last week, so I couldn't uh, tune in. Oh, okay. Um, Grant, listen, i got a question for you. And, you know, I don't mean to keep harping on this Grandma and Green thing, but uh, with the wife coming out and saying what she did, Grant, there's nothing that the NBA can do about keeping spouses, family members from going off board and just saying stupid-ass shit. Nope. Nope. There's nothing they can do. Nope. And again, I don't know if you heard my rant on Friday, but if you don't, uh, if you didn't go check it out, um, because uh, that th I did my rant on her. All right. And I did my rant on Draymond Green. And uh, I think if you missed it, you should go check it out. And, you know, Grant, I, I mean, the things that she, you know, uh, the things that she said, because I think I did listen to it, Grant, but um, it was, you know, well, I've been working like second shift, so the so the time is kind of different now. Uh, I got you. Uh, I understand. And, uh, uh, but doesn't she make herself seem that uh, she's not uh, totally well? Actually, she makes herself sound really stupid, uh, knowing what her what her husband does. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't understand. Uh, she does not see that. Did uh, did her husband not give the double bird, the double middle finger to the fans in Memphis? as he was leaving the court, did that not register in her mind? Did he not answer a question after game four, or excuse me, after game three with their son sitting next to Draymond at the press conference? And he was asked how he played. And he said like, shit, is that okay to use, you know, around a young boy, uh, a young child? Uh, a young boy, a young girl, um, I don't know. It must be okay in the Draymond Green household, but it's not okay for the Boston fans to say F you Draymond. Again, I'm not crazy about the fans chanting in unison F you Draymond, but I said in my rant, he has to look in the mirror. He's responsible for this. He's brought 100% of it onto himself, nobody else. And for his wife to make the comments that she did, she's not dealing with reality. She's not looking at this objectively. And, you know, I'm, maybe it's too hard for her because, after all, Draymond is her husband and is the father of their children. But uh, this is the same guy that just a couple of weeks ago that gave the double middle finger to the fans in Memphis. So that's OK. Like, you don't have a problem with that, Mrs. Green. I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And you know, Grant, I, you know what? I don't, um, I don't blame her for having her husband's back, but. You know what? Do it privately. All right. You don't have to go on the social media and and say what you said, because you know what? Yeah, you make yourself look like a fool knowing damn well what your husband does. I mean, just do it privately. That's all you have to do. Well, good luck with that. Right. (laughs) Grant, thank you, Grant. Have a great show, buddy. Hey, Jerry. Good hearing from you. Yeah, that's why I did a rant on this on uh, Friday. It's just uh, again, just not dealing with reality. Just not dealing with reality. And again, Draymond Green's on a power trip. He's on a big-time power trip, and I'm, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say that Draymond Green is going to do something really stupid where he's not going to be able to recover from once he gets done playing basketball and is a member of the quote-unquote new media. That's my prediction, all right, because he is reckless and thinks that he can do and say whatever he wants, and maybe right now in this era that we're living in, in 2022, you probably can, but those days are changing. All right. And Draymond Green is going to dig himself a hole and he's going to have to crawl into it. That's my prediction. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program before we wrap it up, just hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. Uh, game five starting in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we will tomorrow. I got a busy day. So I want to give you a couple of events that I'm going to be doing tomorrow at nine Pacific. 12 Eastern, uh, I'm going to be hosting a show called Master Debaters on No Filter Network with Sean Salisbury, Eric Burns, and Jeremy Roenick. That's tomorrow at 9 Pacific. Then one hour later, I will be on Larry Kruger with Larry Kruger on Larry Kruger's YouTube live channel. Larry and I will break down tonight's game five. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific. All right. And then we uh, will be back here. Uh, tomorrow afternoon. Again, I'm going to be coming on at five o'clock tomorrow. So just remember five o'clock tomorrow. So 9 a.m. No filter network with Salisbury, Burns and Roenick. An hour later at 10 a.m. Pacific, Larry Kruger, Larry Kruger's YouTube live channel. I'll put all of the links out for you uh, on my Twitter handle. All right. So we'll all be there. All right. So that's coming up tomorrow. Um, Make it a fabulous rest of the evening. Enjoy the game. And I'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 